listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Hey Faith, do we have any Patreons today? We do. Oh my gosh, Yay. we gotta thank Mark. Mark, thank you so much. Mark with a C. Mark with a C, thank you so, so much. Yeah, we really appreciate your support. If you want to be a Patreon supporter, details below. But either way, we just like having listeners. Yeah. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Yeah? Do we have any listener questions? Oh Perhaps my the most frequently submitted listener question of all time? Yes, the most frequently submitted listener question of all time. Here it uh, comes, guys. This is special because this episode is coming out. Not on Valentine's Day. Valentine's plus one. We actually debated whether we wanted to do the episode early, but no, Gender Rebels is on Thursday. It's a Thursday podcast. Yeah. But Thursday, it turns out, is our anniversary. It's our anniversary, Our five guys. years since we got a uh, domestic partnership. Five? Five years. Probably six. Is it six? No, 13. Five. Five, five years. years. Five years since we got domestic partnered. We went to yeah. Brooklyn Borough Hall, and uh, it was a lot like going to the DMV, but there were girls in dresses. Yeah, and we got pretty much the world's ugliest certificate. Oh, it's it's a it's a fart of graphic design. It's an embarrassment, honestly. Yeah. So it's not framed in our house. Nope. It's uh, it's pretty ugly. It has like oh. seven different fonts. Right, and yeah. nothing centered or or. Oh yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Hey, domestic partner. Yeah. <laughs> What's the question that we get more often than any other? You're supposed to ask the question. You're right. That's how we've been doing it this whole time. Yeah, it is. Hey, Faith. Yeah. How does transition affect relationships? Oh, my gosh. This is, yeah, this is literally our our most frequently asked listener question. Mm-hmm. So if we're not saying your name, sorry. But uh, you're in good company. There's like 20 in... of you. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. if, the, if you're vast, now's the time. Our other question has been... Sex. Sex. Post-transition. Mm-hmm. And I, we're still working on how to do that. I don't, quite frankly, want to sit here on a podcast and talk about my sex life. Yeah, guys, we love you and we love sharing things with you, but we got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, so we're going to talk maybe to experts or something for the future for that one. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. in the meantime, how to keep a relationship going post-transition. How, yeah, how relationships are affected. Where's Who does the work? Who has to accommodate and compromise and what's the good stuff yeah and in this case i'm i've transitioned you are my cis partner Mm -hmm. and we're in a relationship so we are like experts Mm -hmm. on answering this question we're the ones to talk to in theory it's funny i've had uh multiple relationships i only transitioned like officially with hrt and full-time like in the last couple years Mm -hmm. but i've been kind of out as gender flux or whatever for ages mm-hmm. and i've been out to some partners some girlfriends i've had situations where girlfriends have found out about this and dumped me for real specifically because of it oh my god yeah one in particular or multiple girls one in particular for another her. one wasn't really cool with it okay. i've gotten the ever popular you can do it, just don't do it around me. Mm. That's That one's always popular. But on the flip side, I've actually dated people that I specifically met because I was trans. Okay. And I'm female attracted, so... You've only ever dated female presenting people. Yeah. Okay. And so it's a matter of, like, I've actually dated some people um, and had relationships 
specifically because they met me because I was other trans, trans or gender or flux just... or I have dated I've dated a couple trans people okay trans girls mm-hmm. in my time nothing serious also cis girls too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but I've run the gamut uh very much mm-hmm. and when you and I started dating I was not out Mm-mm. generally I've tried throughout my life I've had situations where I've hidden it I've had situations where I was like very open with it mm-hmm. uh depending when we met I was in like a trough okay uh, to to speak about wavelengths mm-hmm. sorry for those of you not that's a bad metaphor i was in like a waning phase okay. i was in a off phase like a you know like sometimes people have what's the, what's the word i'm looking for well it, it fluctuates right we have another yeah. episode about waxing and waning dysphoria exactly and also the same kind of thing happens with the desire to present the desire to dress another thing we discussed in a previous episode was a purge yeah when you at point a point in your life, and I think a lot of cross-dressers or trans people have this uh, feeling where they are just done with it. I'm done. That was a thing I yeah. used to do. Throw everything out. Start fresh. I'm tired of hiding this. I'm tired of being nervous about it. Ah, it was fun while it lasted. That time is over. Moving on. Yeah. So that's sort of basically what happened. So I got you post-purge? I, I had quit smoking. Had a girl. Uh, after 15 years of smoking, I quit smoking. And then... I started hormones, Mm -hmm. took hormones for about a week, changed my mind, Mm -hmm. and from there, I kind of gained some weight, and, Mm -hmm. you know, from the lack of smoking, I literally gained, like, 30 pounds Mm -hmm. overnight, practically, and I'm still trying to to take that (laughs) off. It was crazy. Why'd you stop? I just kind of felt like I was done with it. I kind of just, the desire disappeared, and I think it was kind of maybe a reaction unconsciously to not wanting to be on HRT. Um, at the time mm-hmm. and gaining the weight, I didn't feel cute. Okay. You know, okay. so it was like less, my clothes didn't really fit. Oh yeah. Things like that. And so it was just a matter of, I don't know, just kind of lost interest. Okay. And it's, it's so weird, but I totally did. And I purged mm-hmm. and got about rid of the drugs, got rid of the clothes, did not start smoking again. Thank God. No, thank God. Cool. And I would say probably about a year later, I met you. Okay. And at the time, I thought I was done. So I didn't really talk to you about it. Yeah. And you had discovered by accident some links on my computer. I had a uh, favorites folder that yes. was like transgender stuff. Yes. And you or discovered that. stuff or something it? Like No, that. it was transgender. It was transgender, transgender. Okay. Yeah. And you discovered that. And then we ended up talking about it. And I was like, yeah, I don't really do this anymore. But I used to. And, you know. And then, I don't know, maybe another year later, where I was like, kind of feel like trying again. Mm-hmm. I was actually out shopping with Jen. I don't think I've ever told you this story. Mm. I was out shopping with we, no, I was out hanging out with Jen. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say her name. Mm-hmm. I was out. You think people are going to figure out which Jen we're talking about? Hey, Jen, you're the Jen that's listening now? It's you! I was out with a friend of mine, and... Okay, fine. I was out with my friend, Jen. I have so many friend Jens. <laughs> and speaking of relationships, I would say something like 60% of people I've dated in my life have been named Jen, or some <laughs> Jen, some variation of Jennifer or Jenny or whatever. It's so weird, because that was the generation thing. Yes. It's a very popular It's name. your cohort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I ended up finding a red dress. At, really? at Beacon's Closet in Park Slope. Really? I found a, I found this red Calvin Klein dress and it was a 12 and I was like, hmm, let's get this. Size. I'm going to get this. And then and you didn't I, try it on. You just got it. I just got it. And then shortly after that, I kind of talked to you and I was like, I kind of want to 
cross-dressed again. And I remember you being like, I was super nervous. I was so insanely nervous because I was so afraid you were going to break up with me. And that was like, always. that was like, I was, I literally, like, I remember I was going to tell you, like, I know. It was like a Sunday night or something and I was going to tell you and I had to like kind of get up my courage for like two hours to say, to tell you this because I was afraid you were going to break up with me and mm-hmm. I didn't want to break up with you and I, I didn't want our relationship to change. Mm-hmm. That was my biggest fear and uh, I said, I still, I kind of want to do this again. And you were like, yay, that's <laughs> awesome. You were so enthused. You were, you were so excited. I think I, I remember you, I feel like this was, you had some time off work or something like I that. I did, yeah. Either, either that oh, was Oh, I switched you, jobs. Yes. And I had a month, I had a month that's off. That's it. Yeah. And you sat me down. You said, we, I have something, there's something to talk about. And I got nervous. Yeah. And you said, in my time off, I would like to revisit the cross-dressing thing like you were very careful and you phrased it and and i don't know if that was your exact words obviously but i was like oh thank god (laughs) (laughs) because that's that's how the bad conversations yeah 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 and then the party then the party yeah then we then i came out to all our friends and slowly and 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 surely kind of you know, accepted who I I was and Mm -hmm. and and with with cast help so when i finally decided to start taking hormones, I, it was the same issue. I was like afraid you were going to break up with me. And that Mm -hmm. was still kind of my, for the first year or so, that was my hugest, hugest. So even after you said, I want to do this and I said, cool, let's do this. That whole year you were worried that I'd be like, uh... this was like four years later. Okay. Yeah. This was like four years later, maybe three years later. Mm -hmm. And I said, I want to take hormones again. I was so afraid you would break up with me because i'm turning into a girl and you're not a lesbian Mm. you were you're a cis woman and you identified as heterosexual Mm. you're male attracted and i was about to lesbian you up and i wasn't sure you would want to date a lesbian did you ever like fish to kind of try to get a sense before that big conversation like so have you ever been sort of by have you ever kissed a girl like did you ever ask me no, that did you ever try to kind of get an idea of where i might i don't think that? i did okay i i was hoping you would just want to stay with me which you did Thank which you. i did but it was i remember specifically i said that my our relationship was the most important thing yeah and that. you were the most important thing to me and mm-hmm. that if it meant breaking up with you i would rather not do that if it meant breaking up with you you would not transition if it meant yeah leaving yeah Yeah. and hopefully was that is that like a weird pressure to put on someone so that's a good question because i don't i can't imagine how hard that position is to be in for you yeah i can't even imagine how scary that is and this constant dysphoria plus the person you love or finally being able to live your life as who you are minus the person you love, you know, yeah. breaking someone's heart and your own heart. Um, What a horrible choice that would be. Yeah. And you are put in that position where that is the choice. That is mm-hmm. it. That is it. Something's going to suck, possibly, Yeah. after this conversation. A lot. So when I kind of step back and look at it, what you said to me, and I don't want you to apologize. This isn't something you did wrong. And I totally understand why you would say this but it is and again i didn't feel this way but like in a, in another relationship for someone to say i want to transition but i won't if it means you'll leave me then puts that 
horrible choice on the partner. Yes. So, yeah. That, like, again, I'm, like, I'm blocking you from ever being happy mm-hmm, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Here are two things I need to be happy. And if you aren't okay with that, us being together and me being a woman, then it is on you, yeah, the partner, to decide how unhappy I'm going to so be. So what's the way to approach that? Because I don't, I don't you want to respect your partner. You want to make sure they understand that their feelings are important are important to me they're the most important thing yeah and how do you how do you approach that as a cis woman how would you have liked to have gotten that i mean the way i mean it worked out fine for us but it it doesn't for every every person every relationship and that's why we're talking to people now i don't know if there's a good way because ultimately there's the possibility of one of two very bad things happening one being you can never Live as a woman, but we'll stay in this relationship and we're happy and in love. Yeah. That's your life now. You can never live as a woman. Mm -hmm. Or two, best case scenario, you become a woman and that's great and I support you and we'll be best friends, but we will never be a couple. Yeah. Like, you know, so those are two bad choices. And ultimately, it's really the decision of the transgender person which of those bad things is less bad, if that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I'm saying if we're talking about net amount of unhappiness in the universe, then how bad would it be to be roommates and best friends, but not partners, and you get to be your full self? Or how bad would it be, like maybe your dysphoria isn't driving you nuts. Maybe it just bothers you. Maybe yeah. cross-dressing will do it. If you happen to have a partner who's just, I, I'm not I'm not gay. I, I don't want to be married yeah. to a woman. I love you and I want you to be happy, but that's not going to work for me. So if you do that, we can't be together, then... Not transitioning is your option. I mean, it's really it's a tough one. There's so many. It's a there's tough so many issues, one. and that's the thing. Each relationship is unique. Mm-hmm. I would say the key is respecting your partner, mm-hmm. respecting their feelings, believing your partner. Don't roll yeah. your eyes. Don't think this is a phase. It's the same thing with any that any transgender yeah. person should get from anyone. This is real. This is not a, a ploy for attention or a way to be special or trendy. Honor what these feelings are. It's tough, though. Yeah. It is very difficult. Yeah. And when a person comes out to a partner or even to someone they're dating, it can be... You have to risk the relationship. That's what it comes down to. You are risking the relationship, even mm-hmm. with uttering, even with asking, even with discussing. I think for both parties, for the trans person in particular... I think respecting your partner, listening to your partner, accepting that their feelings are valid, Mm -hmm. even if they're feelings you disagree with. Of course. They're still valid feelings and Mm -hmm. they're allowed to be upset. They're allowed to be hurt. Mm -hmm. They're allowed to feel betrayed. No, feelings are never wrong. It is a betrayal. Like I want to do a little shout out to the cis partners who may have decided that this is not a relationship that can continue and that it's not that you were lied to exactly but that's not the relationship you thought you were getting into yeah and again i understand the pressure on every single trans person or every any kind of non-binary the pressure to fall in line and act the way you're supposed to is tremendous and that's what a lot of our listeners and and you spent most of your life trying to do yeah but you know for the partner it's uh, it's a bait and switch it is it is it can be not anyone's fault but it's uh it can be shitty i mean to be fair though i mean obviously it it can be shitty Mm -hmm. and i think that feeling of betrayal like i said all feelings 
are valid. Valid, of course. Yeah. Acting on feelings in a negative way that hurts someone, not valid. Yeah, but yeah. having those feelings is not invalid. There's no wrong feelings. Right. But there's so many complications yeah. that can happen. And I think it's just, this is going to come down to listening to your partner, respecting them, working with them, and communicating. And yeah. this sounds like the most banal advice <laughs> Ever, but I think communicating honestly cannot be under understated. Yeah. Listening, 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 and understanding mm-hmm. and accepting that the other person's emotions are valid. It's hard. It's hard. I wish I wish I had a really easy answer, an easy solution. Here's the step by step way to do it to ensure yeah. that both of you will be happy and satisfied. That doesn't exist, so I no. cannot tell you that. I have a couple other questions related to this. Okay. So obviously there's the in, in in romantic relationships, generally, there's sex. There is sex. That is a whole other issue. But again, it's just going to come down. That's going to change. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to working with your partner, talking to your partner, communicating. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's going to come down to. That's actually going to happen yeah. whether sex is in the picture or not. A lot of yeah. our listeners are asexual, aromantic. Yeah. Talking and, and listening is all part sex of Sex changes in relationships Regardless of whether there's a transition or not. That's true. It does. When you say sex changes, you mean sex changes in a relationship. (laughs) Yes. Not sex changes in a relationship. No. Because those two words go together in very different Sex is altered. Sex will grow and coitus becomes different. Yes. Can can change and evolve as a relationship. Goes on through the years. Mm -hmm. This is just another thing. I and then also like, are you have you ever been like embarrassed to be out with me? Never. No. Trying to think. Because I could see that being an issue for a cis partner. It's just like, I've got to go out with my friends now, and I'm I'm, I'm now with the, the tran, tran person. Nah, never, but I, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that has something to do with the people we choose to hang out with. Yes. And the city we are lucky to live in. Yeah. There are places where there are very real threats of violence in yeah. the case of a... For the partner and for anyone who chooses to stand up for her or him or them. So... No, that has never been a concern okay. for me, but I don't know if that's like, there's a lot of external factors involved yeah. in that probably. One of the big issues I had in coming out to your family, mm. and I guess to our friends as well, was outing you as dating a trans person because it's like, in my mind, I could picture people being like, oh, guess you can't land a real man. Mm. Guess you're stuck with the freak or like we've been in situations like we've been in social situations where like an ex of yours has been there mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, who are you dating now, Kath? Oh, a trans person. <laughs> well, wow, you I- really stepped up. <laughs> luckily, I don't actually talk to exes. I know some people are friends with their exes. I feel like they've gotten enough of my time. I'm and friends I've with, I'm friends with a lot of my exes. Yeah, I'm friends with one. So I think that I understand that concern, but... There, I've got some privilege. Yeah. I am conventionally attractive. Yeah. I have a degree and a good job and all of my teeth and am a reasonably pleasant person to be around. Yes. So I think... Go you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is... I just can't picture people... Oh, this sounds so bad. I can't picture people looking at me and saying, mm, she couldn't bag a real man. Yeah. Because I have yes. in the past. They're all duds, obviously. It wasn't until I bagged a real woman that I found true happiness uh-huh. and love and joy. But that doesn't mean I can't do it. It just means I'm bad at picking men. <laughs> <laughs> so I get what you're saying. But I think a lot of that a lot of that comes from 
how trans people are perceived in our culture or used to be perceived in our culture. Yes. It's, Still it's, are to a, a certain extent. Weirdo. Yeah. yeah. And what does it mean that I'm with one of them? Again, our friends, my family, I have gay relatives. Like I, I feel like some families or some friend groups yes. might think badly of me or feel pity for me or something like mm-hmm. that, that I just don't get that sense from the people we hang out with. Yeah. Or, Again, that's a self, self-selecting group kind True. of we tend to be. We go to know, queer girl meetups. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where it's slight, maybe a slightly different than someone like her living in, you know, rural Alabama or somewhere. Could be. Could be. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, I don't really hang out with people where it's all about getting a partner, getting a boyfriend, getting a husband. So I get mm-hmm. that concern and I get that some of our listeners might have those yeah. concerns and I wish I had something insightful to say about that, but I don't because those aren't pressures that I or we, yeah, in my opinion, actually encounter, actually no. have to deal with. No, we're lucky in that regard. We have some privilege in that regard. Like I consider it bragging if I tell people that yeah. my partner is trans because it's interesting and different and fascinating and... You know, they might have fleeting thoughts about genitals and, you know, that's their problem and not ours. But, look, I don't mention it too much because it feels like bragging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aw, that's nice. Yeah. So when you come out to a partner, you're risking losing that relationship and there's no way to not risk it. You're going to have to accept that that is a possibility. And that's a possibility in every relationship. I mean, that's... A sad thing to have to say, but every relationship will end eventually, whether by breakup (laughs) or in the case of me and Kath, by specially made puppies that have morphine morphine in in their teeth. In their little teeth, and they'll bite us to death. Yeah, just little cute cuddly bites. It's going to be the fun. Little nips. Cutest, sweetest morphine overdose. Yeah. That's that's fucking bleak. Maybe you should cut that out. When we tell that plan at parties, no one's really... No one sees. No one goes, aw. Everyone goes, I think that's the best way to die. But (laughs) the point is, every every relationship's going to end. It's a breakup or the death of one of the partners. That's a sad fact. Mm. You have to risk that. It's it's up to you to decide if living in the closet or or not being who you want to be is worth a relationship or whether... Having a future in that relationship means potentially risking that relationship. It's tough. And there's another factor that we haven't talked about at all. Yeah. Kids. Yes. That is, I think, needs to be a separate mm-hmm. episode because but it, we have it, also had that question from a lot of listeners. Yes, yes. Kath and I are not parents. We don't really, we're child free. We're not really interested in kids. We have enough pets. <laughs> But we do want to talk to some parents about that but specifically. It, yeah, and that'll be a whole other episode because that's a whole other level of complication. But at least in the context of a relationship and uh, a trans person, you know, facing the reality of possibly losing that relationship. Yeah. It's not just losing your partner. It's losing it's your whole family. Possibly losing your kids, possibly losing that whole extended family, which yeah. might be all the family you have in the world. Like, there's a lot. It's a lot of risk. A lot. It is so much. risk. It is huge. Life is about risk, and there's no way to avoid risk in life. Oftentimes, the things that are the most rewarding are the ones that make us the most nervous, are the ones that bring the most risk. She who dares succeeds kind of thing. Sometimes she who dares doesn't succeed. I know, and that's sad, but that's true. And that's something you have to accept. You're an adult. You're making a decision as an adult, and you have to accept that 
the end of that relationship may come. It may be a situation where it's immediate. It may be a situation where your partner says, all right, I can deal with this. And then they slowly can't. Mm -hmm. And that is unfortunate. And that's just not going to be pleasant. And it's not going to be fun for anyone involved. But ultimately... Do your best to respect your partner, to yeah. listen to them, listen to each other, to communicate with each other, to be honest with each other, mm-hmm. to work hard in the relationship. Relationships are work. They mm-hmm. take a ton of work. And when you transition, you have to remember that it's not about you constantly because there's going to be a lot of news involving you. There's going to be a lot yeah. of changes involving you. There's going to be a ton of stuff that's going to be you, 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 you. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember that you're in a relationship of two people mm-hmm. and your partner may feel left out. They may feel like you're getting all the attention or that you're making this all about you or that you're being selfish and working at the relationship, communicating, keeping everything open. That's the way to hopefully hopefully minimize that's the only advice we can negative give. outcomes yeah. yeah yeah you both ultimately want happiness if that turns out to be not together maybe that's the best way for it the cis partner should not sacrifice their happiness to their trans partner and vice versa trans partner should not be 100 percent accommodating of every single demand that the cis partner makes because of this you have to take into account what each other needs what you need and hopefully find a way for that to be compatible. But don't do it at the expense of your sanity, your safety, your health, or your own needs and wants. Yeah, it's it's tough. I and wish there were an easy answer for this, guys. There isn't. There's this, not. This isn't an easy question. There's not. You just have to kind of take each day and, I think, communication. Communication. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Mm-hmm. You I owe think, it to each other. I think, yeah, I think some of the conversations that we've had... You and I, where Mm. I've been the most honest and forthright about my own insecurities, Mm -hmm. have kind of helped us a great deal. And I'm not going to get into details of what those conversations are, (laughs) but I I know specific instances in my mind where we've had those conversations and and the outcome has been, I I felt much closer to you afterward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Because in a lot of cases, I was able to reassure you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So raise your concerns. Talk about things. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we hope your relationships uh, are wonderful. We hope you had a good Valentine's Day. This also happens to be your anniversary. Happy anniversary. (laughs) And let us know how it worked out for you or how it didn't work out. Or if, in retrospect, would you have done it differently? Were you in a relationship at the time you decided to transition? How did that go? Get in touch with us. Get in touch with us on Twitter, on Facebook, or you can leave a comment underneath. We would love to hear your experience because we know our listeners and, and our facebook followers and our twitter followers want to hear your point of view also yes so share how that went for you because you know whether you whether you broke up but wound up best friends whether it was very acrimonious or whether you're still together and doing great let us know yeah we'd love to hear from you Mm -hmm. so thank you guys so much for listening thanks for listening and thanks for all that information faith yeah thank you kath we'll talk to you next time all right bye. bye bye If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at gender 
Or find us on Twitter at The Gender Rebels. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit GenderRebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, I'm Kat. I would like to point out that in editing these episodes, you're the one who's always too far away from the microphone, and yeah, at the beginning you always warn me to get closer. Okay, look at how we are right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically licking the microphone. There you go. Just saying. How about I do this? No, no, because it's already, you're, you're already the quiet one. I'll do my best. Okay.